They say that falling in love is wonderful. It's wonderful, so they say. And with a moon up above, it's wonderful. It's wonderful, so they tell me. I can't recall who said it. I know I never read it. I only know they tell me that falling in love is grand. Irving Berlin, They Say It's Wonderful, from Annie Get Your Gun. Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Today I wanted to talk briefly about falling in love and what it means to fall in love. And one of the reasons I think this is important is because many times, once we've fallen in love with someone we think is absolutely perfect for us, after a few months, maybe a year, that passion, that desire, that beauty starts to fade. This is usually when there's a pretty serious argument or some kind of a clash of ideals that happens. And what is all that about? And what is all falling in love about? And I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. So let's talk about first, what does it mean to fall in love? So it has been described as a mental illness, as a dance of projections onto one another, intoxicating you, narrowing your focus on the other. Friends fall away, you know, work isn't important, you're just thinking all the time about this other person. It's a little bit like being crazy in love. So what does that mean? That feeling of being in love is one of the best experiences we get to have as human beings. Let's be fair. It's like liquid, rainbow-colored crack being poured down your throat. The whole world is beautiful when you're in love. Everything is sexy when you're in love. Everything's just fine. No matter what happens in your day, there's this vibrancy about it, and you can handle it, and you're on top of it. And it's that person over there who's providing this for you somehow. And you can't wait to get back to that person. You know, we shine a light on that person, our inner light, because that's what this really is. This is the innate sense of bliss, joy, connection to the universe, happiness, openness, whatever. That light that shines in you, you project onto someone else. And that is a fabulously important and wonderful experience as a human being. But then you might say, no, 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 this is a different situation. This is a better person. It's a much better relationship. This person really deserves, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just watching him or her be fabulous. The way that we can test that is the way that we test subtraction in reverse by doing addition. Look at your former partner or partners. The reason that you no longer have that kind of feeling about that person is because you took your light away and you put it on somebody else. So what happens after a certain point in the relationship is imagine two people in the complete darkness shining flashlights at each other, right? So you're looking at the other person going, this is fabulous. Oh, look at this, you know, everything I want, everything I want. But you're the one holding the light, right? So after some time, 
the batteries and the flashlights die down. And they eventually go out, and this is around the time that things aren't going so well, so smoothly as they once were. And what's happening is, as the two of you become comfortable, and by comfortable I mean safe, then the real self is allowed to come out. This is actually a very good thing, but it doesn't feel so good at the beginning. So there you are with your flashlights, shining these bright lights on each other, and it's fabulous and exciting. And the lights die down, and yours begins to die down, your partner's begins to die down, and you're beginning to see each other for who you really are. The issues, childhood wounds, the unfulfilled needs, the expectations, the humanness, the real humanness. So it's kind of scary, because now the light the bright light you've had on your partner of love and acceptance and yumminess is out and it's dark and it's scary. And the only way to see each other is to step closer to each other. It's dark out. If you really want to see each other, you have to get closer in the darkness. It's the only way to get to the truth of who you are as individuals and as a couple. And that process actually requires you to recharge a little bit of that light. Because remember where that light comes from. The light comes from your highest self. The highest self that knows everything is connected. Everything is beautiful. Everything is sexy. We are connected and held at all times. That's what that light is in one way or another. It's creation. It's love. Love is at the core of everything. So, Got to turn on a little bit of that light again in yourself as you step closer in the darkness and the scariness to say, this person has pain. I also have pain. How can I turn on my light to give them a little bit of a way to see? I don't mean teach them anything. I just mean shine a little light in front of their footsteps so they can keep going forward. And you do that with your love and you do that with your compassion because this is another sentient being who is suffering just like you are. And all anybody wants is to be loved and accepted, flaws and all. As a psychotherapist, I have to point out that in the cases of addiction or abuse in relationships, those are important items that need to be addressed before we get to this level. But when we talk about shining a light out for your partner, it does not necessarily mean being a caregiver or caretaker. If both of you are able to be your highest selves, that is, shine your inner light, hold space for each other, be gentle with each other, then you can move through this dark period. And what you will then learn is that you have the partner you have, you have the, the, the real human being in front of you instead of the projection. Each of us is on a separate journey for whatever we bring with us ancestrally or present day psychologically, psycho-spiritually, whatever it is we're bringing to the table, it's our journey. Each one of us has his own or her own journey. So when you meet someone, you're meeting someone who's already on a trajectory and maybe you guys are heading in the same direction, but there's no possible way you could be on the same path. So part of understanding your partner is understanding that there is a certain level of compassion and tolerance and core source-derived love that is required 
to make a relationship work. So as you look at your own relationships, where might you be able to find yourself in your partner, find that light in you that you might be able to shine at the foot of your partner to help him or her move to the next step. Until next time, many blessings on your path. Thank you for joining me on Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Aho. Annie, have you ever loved anybody? Somebody who loved me back? Yeah. Then I ain't. But I heard tell about it. They say that falling in love is wonderful. It's wonderful. So they say. And with our moon up above, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So they tell me. I can't recall who said it. I know I never read it. I only know they tell me that love is grand. And the thing that's known as romance is wonderful. Wonderful in every way. fly and they often leave a doubt but you've come to the right place to find out everything that you've heard is really so I've been there once or twice and I should know find that falling in love is wonderful, it's wonderful, as they say, and with a moon up above, it's wonderful, it's wonderful, as they tell you. Your house a morning, and without any warning, you're stopping people shouting that love is grand. And to hold a man in your arms is wonderful, wonderful. Yeah.